Welcome to the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Lorraine Michaels, former EMT and nursing assistant, now business owner and wild entrepreneur. I walked away from over 15 years in medicine to pursue my passion and my God-given talents. Now, I get the honor of helping other women discover their passions and purpose. If you're feeling stuck in life, unsure where to go or what to do, welcome. If you're exactly where you wanna be, great, you're welcome here too. If you have faced any kind of hardship or setback, you have found a safe place here. In other words, no matter who you are or what you've been through or what you're going through, this is the space for you. On the Bite Size Podcast, we'll discuss life, business, and faith. There's something for everyone. So grab a cup of coffee and something to take notes with because there will definitely be things you won't want to forget. What's up, what's up, my lovelies? How are you? I um, was doing my quiet time, and lately I have been more in the word and less in the world. <laughs> Tagline, just kidding. But for reals, um, I've been less on the gram as far as my business goes. So if you've seen my stories or my posts, I have not been talking about speaking or coaching really. I mean, I do it, yes, but I have stopped being all about it. My page lately has been a little bit more about Lorraine and who she is and what's important to me. So um, anyhow, uh, I really have been leaning into the Lord and leaning into what the Holy Spirit is laying on my heart and speaking on that because yeah, just it was, I really, 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 authenticity is so important to me. And if I feel like um, it's scripted or, I mean, I don't, so here's the thing, like I, I have a template, I have a schedule of what I want to talk about when I want to talk about. So, you know, so I'm just not wing dinging it all the time, <laughs> but I have to, I'm, I'm type A, so I have to have some structure and stability and scheduling. So I like to know, you know, like on Mondays, I'll do a reel on Tuesdays, I'll do a graphic on, you know, I have, I have a method to my madness and some type of structure. It helps me. That being said, sometimes it, um, doesn't feel authentic. So I will, waver from it and I will do what the Lord is putting on my heart. Um, not my feelings. So I want you to catch that. I don't go off of my feelings because feelings are fickle and sometimes um, your feelings aren't facts. So that being said, I mean, also to touch on that, like sometimes I don't feel like working out. But I know I need to work out and I know I have a goal and in order for me to reach my goal, I have to work out. So hopefully you can understand the difference in that. I hope I did not confuse anyone. Anyhow, so today 
I was doing my quiet time and um, one of my devotionals that I do, I've done a couple of reels on it. It is the God's Purpose for Your Life 365 Daily Devotional by Charles Stanley, the late, great Charles Stanley. He passed away this year. And so I missed yesterday's. I was in the Word, but I did a different Devo and I missed yesterday. So I went back and did, I saw today's um, title and I was like, ooh, that's good. And then I looked at yesterday's and I was like, ooh, I need to do that. So today, friends, uh, this podcast is faith-based. So buckle up, enjoy the ride. I hope you stick around. Shouldn't be too long, but I'm going to do... I'm going to talk on both of these devotionals. So the first one, a hindrance of self-will. Matthew 6, 33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Now the devotional part. Is there a driving goal in your life that takes God's place in your heart? Perhaps it's to attain a certain level of status or to have a certain kind of relationship, you know what it is because it consumes your thoughts, prayers, and sleepless nights. Sadly, it may also be blinding you to God's plans. At the core of this is self-will. The uncontrolled impulse inside us that demands our own way. So when considering the pursuit of God's will, we must be aware that our minds may be so overtaken with our own goals that we've become insensitive to the Lord's promptings. Don't let this happen. God wants to meet the deepest desires of your heart. Yes, he may have a different way to satisfy your soul than you've chosen. But take heart. He is not insensitive to the longings in you and... In fact, answers them more fully than you can imagine. However, realize the throne of your heart, which is his rightful place. So make God your driving goal and leave the rest to him. And the prayer at the end says, Jesus, reveal any self-will that's hindering me and take your rightful place on the throne of my heart. Amen. So I'm just so, so grateful that I have the time and I can stop and read these and take my time with them. I'm really, really blessed to be in that stage of my life right now. So anyways, uh, I really want to dive into this because one of my deepest, deepest desires is connection and to help people. That's why I got into medicine was because I wanted to help people. Um, I love being able to help the underdog, to help the helpless, making people feel known and seen and loved. And a lot of times in medicine, these people feel hopeless and helpless. And it was such an honor and a privilege for me to be able to go in and bring hope to them and bring that helping spirit. Um, I, I just, I loved it. So jumping into coaching and speaking, it, it delighted me. It was right up my alley. I love encouraging people. 
I love speaking life into people and helping them along the way in their journey. I love seeing the goodness and the light in people and and bringing that out of them, Um, especially especially women who have been through a hard season and who are feeling lost and alone and helpless. I love to be able to, I mean, honestly point them to Jesus and and to share the love of Jesus and for them to know the love of Jesus and and to know that they can get through this with Jesus. Um, That really... It just, it, it, I feel so blessed to be able to do that. So going back to the beginning of this, is there a driving goal in your life that takes God's place in your heart? I am so guilty of this because in the beginning stages of my coaching, I was so focused on coaching, building my program, making content, showing up online, Um, reaching out to other coaches, other entrepreneurs, um, trying to build those relationships. I was so focused on that and the goal. My goal was making these genuine connections that I stopped putting my quiet time and my time with God first. It was a fit in. So wherever I could fit it in, I did. Um, I always did, but it just, it wasn't my first priority. And so I am so happy that I started to realize this and that's why I backed off uh, doing things the way I was doing them. And honestly, it, it was, it was consuming me. My thoughts, my prayers, my sleepless nights. I was so focused on how am I going to connect with people? Who am I going to talk to? What am I going to say? And I started falling away from what God was laying on my heart. And I started to force and focus on what I thought I needed to do. And it really became the self-will and me driving it rather than letting the Holy Spirit and God drive it. I want to encourage you, if you're a believer, to know this, that we really need to release control and let go of what we want and really focus on what God's want. That's always been my prayer and that's always been in my heart. Not my will, God, but your will. But then once I'm so task-oriented and goal-driven and accomplished-driven that once I get something in my mind, I am relentless until I do it. And I usually do. I I. If I set a goal, I achieve it. I exceed it. So yeah, it's always been my 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 heart's desire is to have God's will. But then once I get so focused, laser focused on that goal, I start to put aside God's will and I start to forget about it and I start to focus on my goal and what I want. So a little bit of scripture to back this up, just to kind of bring it into context um, I want to bring you to Isaiah fourteen twelve, where um, this talks about, the Bible talks about how self-will is the mother of sin. In here, in Isaiah, we're talking about that the Lord is talking to Lucifer. And if you don't know, Lucifer was the, the big dog. He was a top angel, and he let self-will get a hold of him 
and he did not want God on the throne. He wanted to be on the throne. So Isaiah 14, 12, how have you fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn? You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations, you said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. So I want to show you that that type of thinking will start to spiral and you will get so wrapped up in you that you start to push out God. You will get so wrapped up in what I want, my goal, what I'm trying to do, I, 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 and you start to slowly but surely push aside God, and we develop this attitude of, I got it, I got it, I got it, (laughs) and you put God aside when we really need to let God be in the driver's seat, not the passenger seat. We need to stop calling on God in emergencies but conversing with God throughout our journey, not just in the, oh shoot, I need help times. Um, Another one I wanted to talk about was in numbers. And uh, this is talking about how self-will shuts out blessings. And in numbers, this is when Moses, when God instructs Moses to speak to the rock in order to get water, to get water from the rock. I'm going to read this. This is Numbers 20, starting in verse 7. The Lord said to Moses, Take the staff, and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to the rock before their eyes, and I will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community so they and their livestock can drink. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out, and the community and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I gave them. So, did Moses do what he intended to do? Yes, he intended to... Uh, get water from the rock, but he took it upon himself to do what he did the time before. Because there, there's another story in the Bible uh, where Moses struck the rock and water came from it. So he knew his staff could do that, um, but that's not what he was instructed. God said to do this, he chose to do that. And because he was not obedient to the Lord, because he took matters into his own hands, God removed the blessing of the promised land. Um, and I don't want you to miss this, friends. I don't want you to think, ah, oh, well, he's, 
he'll punish you. If you don't do what he says, he'll punish you. No, there's consequences. Just like with how parents are with their children. You tell your child to do something, and if they don't do what you told them to do, there's consequences. Um, so just like mothers and fathers instruct their children, so the Lord instructs his. I just don't want you to miss that. So that's a hindrance of self-will. And that totally brought it to my attention that where I was, you know, a few weeks ago and why I was feeling so uneasy in my spirit is because I stopped listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. I've got a goal. I need to do this. You know, I have a coach who's telling me to do this. And I'm not putting, I am not putting, um, I am I am taking ownership of this. I'm very coachable. So if, if someone's going to, if I'm going to pay somebody to coach me, I'm going to do what they say because obviously they know what they're talking about, right? That being said, I would like to talk about the next devotional, which is the hindrance of unwise counsel. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners. Psalm 1-1. Are you aware of either subtle or overt ways your friends and loved ones direct your life? Whether you realize it or not, the people around you will influence your choices and will always have an opinion when you have a decision to make. The problem is that they probably know even less of what God's will is for your life than you do. They sift what they see in your life through their own personality, needs, values, and perspective. So you cannot rely on other people to discover the Lord's plan for you. Can you call on godly friends for wise counsel about what the Bible says concerning your situation? Of course you can, but you must be very wise about who you allow to speak into your life. The ungodly influence of others can lead you to a wrong decision and even away from the Lord's path for you. So when there are folks on the road and you don't know what to do, you cannot take a public vote among your friends and family members concerning the course of action. You have to listen to God. And the prayer for that day is, Jesus, please reveal and protect me from unwise counsel. Lead me in your way, Lord. Amen. I love this. And um, I'm sorry about how I segued into it. I'm not saying that my coach is unwise or wicked. (laughs) Um, But what I was trying, the point that I was trying to make is, that I was so focused on the goal and I was so focused on what my coach was telling me, I negated, I neglected to do what I knew I should be doing. And that's not forgoing my quiet time and my time with Jesus in the morning. Um, Also, what I really wanted to talk about, and this kind of goes back to the previous episode of knowing your values and sticking to your values and standing up for them and not being swayed by um, the world. So 
one of the things in the devotional where it says, whether you realize it or not, the people around you will influence your choices and will always have an opinion on when you have a decision to make. So the first part of that, the people around you will have an influence on your choices. So I was so wrapped up in entrepreneurship and who's doing what I want to be doing. So I'm very big on that. Like I'm not going to take advice or direction from someone whose life is not in alignment with where I want to be, right? So I'm not going to take advice from, I'm not going to take financial advice from someone who is massively in debt, has never managed money well, is living paycheck to paycheck or on unemployment or you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not going to take financial advice from someone like that. I'm not going to take relationship advice from someone who does not have the relationships that they want, who is in a toxic relationship, who um, is a toxic person themselves. So I... Hopefully you understand what I'm saying. I'm I'm very careful and I'm very choosy with whom I let speak into my life. That being said, I was so um, focused and intent on listening to all the podcasts and listening to everyone who's you know, speaking on all the stages and coaching and masterminds and all this, all these things. And I was so focused on it. And then I started to see the misalignment. Yes, they have the success that I so desire, but I only desire that success in, in helping people, if that makes sense. It's not the money that I'm after. It's the impact that I'm after. I want to make an impact in the world. I want everyone to know the love of Jesus. I want anyone and everyone who comes into contact with me to walk away better than they were before. I want them to know the love of Jesus. I want them to know that they were divinely created for divine purpose and that there is a reason why they are here and they have a gift for the world and I want to help them find it. I want to encourage them to find it. That is the type of, when I say quote unquote success, it is helping people. Like I, if, if nobody gets help from me, then I am not successful. I don't care how many people or how many stages I get on. I don't care how much money I make. If I am not doing what I am set out to do, my meaningful mission, if, if no one discovers their purpose, if no one realizes their potential and their God-given gifts and they don't realize and find the love of Jesus, then I am not successful. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> so, oh, I started to see the lack of alignment and I just, I, I realized how far off I was from God's will and I started to see that everyone started talking about, all, I don't know if this is new age thing or what is going on, but everyone is talking about manifesting and, you know, what you want and, and go after it and all this 
self. It's this me first mentality and what's in it for me and my success and my goals. And so all these things, I just, I stopped. Honest to goodness, I stopped. I unfollowed a lot of people. I took out, um, I unfollowed a lot of podcasts and I got back into my faith-based podcasts, my faith-driven entrepreneurs who are doing the will of God and helping others, but spiritually in alignment with me. And I'm so thankful for that because I feel more in alignment. I feel more at peace about it, but I'm also going to speak about it. And so if you are a person of faith, I really want to encourage you to take a look at who you're listening to, what you're watching, who you're following, who you're allowing to speak into your life, and what are you believing? And yeah, you know, I get to the end, I I pour my heart heart out in these podcasts and I get to the end of it and I'm like, all right, that's what I got. (laughs) so friend I love you I hope you enjoyed the devotionals that's what I got that's what God laid on my heart and I hope you have a fantastic day and remember you were divinely created for a divine purpose until next time and there you have it another episode on the bite Size podcast thank you so much for tuning in and I pray that this episode brought you some incredible value and something to take away Head on over to my website at theboldbeginnings.com and you can learn more about me or you can check out some of my freebies that I have available. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Head on over to the contact page and drop me a line if you have any questions or there's something you want to hear me talk about on the podcast or even if you would like to be a guest on the show. You can fill out the contact form and I would love to hear what you have to say and I'll get back in touch with you. Again, I want you to remember that you were divinely created with a divine purpose and you have a gift to bring to the world. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.